You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Emery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. episode we'll be talking about the soft boys underwater moonlight on the line i have rob oh hey howdy ben hey john hi and kyle i got the hots <laughs> underwater <laughs> moonlight is the second studio album by the english rock band the soft boys released on the 28th of june 1980 it was released on the armageddon record label and the producer was pat collier and mike kemp and i'm going to read from all music review Stephen thomas Irwine. After recording the material that would later comprise the bulk of invisible hits, the Soft Boys recorded their masterpiece, the shimmering neo-psychedelic underwater moonlight. Essentially, the band didn't change their style for the record. They merely perfected it. The Soft Boys don't hide their influences, uh, whether it's the ringing out guitars of the Beatles and the Birds or the surreal humor of John Lennon and Sid Baird but they assimilated them, resulting in a fresh, edgy take on the 1960s guitar pop. But the lyrics aren't the only thing that are edgy. The music is too. The soft boys play pop hooks as if they were punk rock. I Want to Destroy You isn't overly threatening like the post-punk contemporaries, but with its layered guitar hooks and dissonant harmonies, it's equally menacing. Furthermore, the group can twist its songs inside out and then revamp them to the original form as evidence in the insanely by insanely jealous. Although the neo-psychedelic flourishes are fascinating, the key to the record's success is how each song is constructed around rock-solid hooks and melodies that instantly work their way into the subconscious. In fact, that's the most notable thing about Underwater Moonlight. It updates jangle melodic guitar pop for post-punk world, which made it a touchstone for much of the underground pop of the mid-80s, primarily R.E.M., all right, what do we think of The Soft Boys, Underwater Moonlight? Masterpiece. I like psychedelic music better the second time around, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, man. The, the Sons of Psych really, uh, are really doing it for me. This is a first-time <laughs> listen for me, and uh, it kind of caught me off guard. I didn't know exactly what was going on. I, I heard some cheap trick. I heard the the jangle yeah. of the birds, but it, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they really, they really push it through. It's good. I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with Robin Hitchcock, but I did I did not know that Robin Hitchcock fronted the Soft Boys until this week. But uh, it, it it tracks, it checks out. Can you tell us a bit about Robin Hitchcock? Because I I didn't. This, I, I'm like Birch. I'd never heard the Soft Boys before, um, and I don't I don't know Robin Hitchcock from from Adam. I only knew the Soft Boys from. Uh, uh, the track I want to destroy you is on the Children of Nuggets compilation, which covers bands from the 80s that were inspired by the 60s psychedelic garage movement. 
is that like people like uh, teardrop explosions, Echo and the Bunnymen, uh, Susie and the Banshees. Man, I haven't listened to it in in years, so I forget all that was on it. But mm-hmm. uh, I most I, I listened to the original Nuggets compilations more than I listened to Children of Nuggets. But I did listen to Children of Nuggets, and I Want to Destroy You was definitely one of the standout tracks. But I'd forgotten. I'd for, it was on a compilation. I forgot who it was by. So this week when I heard when I heard this i'm like oh yeah okay okay yeah that's cool and uh and again like robin hitchcock he a uh, singer songwriter frontman for the soft boys who's still active i don't know that much about robin hitchcock but i know that when he has a new single out it's they play it on wfpk our local community mm-hmm. radio station so over like the last 10 years i've lived here i've heard a handful of robin hitchcock songs when they come out on the radio mm-hmm. and i always think they're kind of cool I'm like, oh yeah, he's some like a, uh, you know, uh, some kind of Gen Xer singer songwriter that's got some power pop sensibilities. Like, cool. But then like learning, like, oh, he's the guy from the Soft Boys. That makes perfect sense. You know, like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I think people think of him as the same esteem as um, someone like Alex Chilton, um, where it's kind of like they never got their, yeah, never got their due, if you want to say. Uh, they they kind of had a, a big influence, but at the time they were weren't really recognized, and they're kind of underground cult, you know, members of this. It, it's sort of the the grandfathers of you know um, how we think about indie rock or uh, underground basement tapes and uh, or bedroom yeah. tapes and and that sort of like REM uh, inspired music and things. REM definitely followed that jangle. Absolutely, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's there's a couple bands. I mean, Robert Pollard and uh, a lot of people who who sound just like this. I never knew what jangle pop was, but it upset me the term. Like it made me avoid the concept of jangle pop. Now I just know it's like bright guitar based pop. It's it's just just that Rickenbacker sound, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just fucking pop. Like I I don't know why, bro. why the jangles got well those those rickenbackers especially the the 12 string rick that like the beatles and the birds used if you if one word to describe the sound it makes is jangle you know it just like chimes out yeah very chime chime is actually probably more uh more accurate it's very bright but yeah this this sounded like um this kind of brought me back to all those other English bands that we've been uh, talking about the jam and undertones and uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it just all those pop sensibilities. But yeah, it has a bit more obtuse lyrics um, with their psychedelic lyrics um, that are hilarious sometimes. I mean, yeah. The, Kingdom the, of <laughs> love. <laughs> all them tiny insects look like you. Yeah. <laughs> about insects growing under well, your it, chin. It, it, it's all giving me positive vibrations, guys. This album's a fucking. <laughs> it's great. Negatives are, are devastating, and the bass work is. Yeah, I, I put a big fat star next to every track on this record. And um, you, can, you can do even more than that, though, Kyle. Like, if you just go through and listen to all of the songs, like the reissue, like bonus outtakes and stuff. Oh, that seemed intimidating. You never, you never get sick of it. It it never gets bad. Like this is what Rob, I put. Rare. I put never runs out of steam on there. Yeah. It, it, it never 
I never get bored by anything that's on here. And what, what that's fucking like 20 tracks. If you listen to the whole thing, I mean, I, I love the, I love the 10 tracks, but like, it's just, it's even more awesome music. Rob, kudos on connecting the dots between the soft boys and how much they influence the sound of that Sands album. And then, and then then actually checking your sources with, with growth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When I, when I asked him, he was like, Oh yeah, I've got that. uh, I've got that like reissue with all the, I've got the reissue (laughs) of uh, the record that we're doing, like with all of the uh, outtakes, like it's kind of what I was channeling for uh, fake lake in the sands. And yeah, like, it's right there. Yeah, so it's all right there in my with with all the levels that they're bringing to this. You know, throwing in harmonics, sitar. You know, a number of of, of uh, instruments. I, as far as I understand it from my readings, this was all recorded on two and four tracks. Like it sounds yeah. really, really good. Maybe we're listening to a remastered version, but they apparently recorded this for like six hundred pounds in a week. Goddamn, it's wow. awesome. Yeah. Something I that's mean, interesting to me. So a few episodes ago, we covered we covered uh, the Cramps, which was a sev- late seventies rehashing of mid fifties sound, and now we've got well, I guess uh, that Cramps album was actually nineteen eighty, but uh, so now we've got the Soft Boys, who sound more so than any of the other British bands that we've covered, like a direct throwback to the late sixties psychedelic. And just it's one of those things. It's like, wow. So rock and roll is like we we've been doing this podcast. We started uh, like our first album was nineteen fifty five. So we've kind of been with it for the entire lifespan of rock and roll. And now we're at a point where rock and roll is throwing back to rock and roll, which we're all familiar with being born in the decade we were born in. But uh, it's it's starting. You know, we're 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 starting to hear it come around again. It's, it's old enough to be reinvented is what I would say. And that, and that, that psychedelic stuff at this point, it's what 13 years old. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I thought about that too. I was like, a lot of this stuff sounds like Beatles throwback, but I mean, the Beatles (laughs) just broke up like 10 years ago, you know, (laughs) I guess, you know, all those, all those 13 year olds are now 23. Yeah. Yeah. You make it, a very good point though that this band was completely out of the scene i mean they 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 weren't punk they weren't new wave they weren't anything that was quote-unquote in at the time they self-admittedly said you know we're quote we're a bunch of very non-confrontational uptight middle-class kids they're uh, soft boys you know, they're soft boys when everybody else was throwing <laughs> beer glasses at the stage and putting safety pins through their noses. <laughs> all we wanted to do was eat cucumber sandwiches. They, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, Great band name, by the way. I, I, I love the band name Soft Boys. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> they they didn't fit in. I mean, it, so it makes sense that, you know, this is sort of an un, unknown album. It's not top of the pops because it was out of fashion you know at the time there's just bands like that where uh wrong place wrong time for them because it it it's quality music it's just that you know that's not the trend that people are are, uh, following 
album wasn't a big seller and this band didn't get famous, right? I mean, this is kind of a thing that was picked up by later folks as influences, you know, or, or, yeah, or, or, or imported to the States and saying, oh, you got to listen to this. I think they broke up after this record didn't do well. Yeah, one of them went to um, be in Katrina and the Waves. One of them went to... Uh, uh, he's in Katrina and the Waves, yeah. The, uh, yeah. the fucking... Uh, Kimberly Rue. Yeah. Yeah. Actually wrote then, Walking on Sunshine. Robin, <laughs> oh, he, he actually... He wrote it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah, multiple members of this band finding success after the Soft Boys. Mm-hmm. I, I know that the uh, the guitar line for I Got the Hots is... It's just it, it it it's a bluesy guitar lick, but I think it's the same one that John Carpenter uses for. Uh, am I not in front of the mic? No, it just better? it's just you, popping. It's, uh, yeah, it's, ah man, it just sounds like. I'll be back here. Sorry, buddy. Um, it reminded me of the soundtrack for They Live. Is all I was trying to say. It's true. I need to I need to revisit the soundtrack to They Live. I think you should just revisit They Live. We are living in They Live. <laughs> we are. We are. Where's my? If cool? you look at the font, if you look at the fonts that are on every single like any, it, it, like the font of anything right now is the They Live font. You mean like that, like it's, the the Supreme Barbara Kruger font? Yeah, I guess. If you, you would know more about that than me. Sorry, I, I, I'm, I'm hmm. taking this way off topic here. I, um, I'm trying to imagine the font. I, I can't think of it. Yeah, like, if it's, once you like put on the glasses, top, like the buy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Top, top, top of Bill's font is is that now? McDonald's font is that now? Any of the like, uh, like uh, new apartment complexes or like uh, condos that are going up, they all use that same fucking font. Oh, interesting. Like it's the same font from they live. It's it's crazy. Um, did you guys uh, on insanely jealous? Did that remind you of suicide at all? Like delivery wise, I can see that. I wrote down tonight. Sounds like a squeeze song. I would take that. Yeah, sure. Kyle, you got a you got a brand new squeeze album recently, didn't you? Yeah, it's the it's the the, the kale UK squeeze record, uh, which I had when I moved to town, but I sold for cat food. Oh, because uh, <laughs> you're a good cat daddy. <laughs> but I got it back. Uh, yeah, I've been on a squeeze kick for months. Um, yeah, um, yeah. This record, treasure. Buried Treasure. I love this record. I loved every song on this record. Funny, great musicianship. You can listen to this with your parents in the car. <laughs> <laughs> they are soft boys. They are soft boys. <laughs> they are soft boys. Although there are I, some <laughs> lyrics that definitely uh, have a bit of a... <laughs> oh, are a little like the disturbing. old pervert about <laughs> drinking disinfectant? Mm. Yeah. yeah can, we, can I put a figure... You said you felt personally attacked by the old pervert. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Which it's, is about it some old like strange pervert say, man. Like drinking a, bleach. Call it goof. Are you a I pervert? I was going to do a wellness check on you. <laughs> I, mean, no, I, I do like the idea of like hanging out under a bridge and drinking disinfectant. But, yeah. you know, I'm bored. We've been in quarantine for a fucking year now. I, I want to. We've got plenty I of bridges. I just want to feel something. This sounds like a TikTok challenge. We've got plenty of disinfectant. <laughs> I mean, I was talking about the song tonight, which uh, is sort of explicitly voyeuristic. And when he says, I'm not just here for anyone's sake. I'll be with you wherever you are tonight. 
Yeah. <laughs> sort of the, the, um, it's like the other very soft, sinister, uh, song that rivals the police's every breath you take it's sort of disquieting yeah. like ominous well, like everyone yeah. thinks it's a everyone thinks it's a romantic song but it's really about a stalker <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because i didn't i didn't really look at tonight as a the soft boys tonight as a uh as like a, a creeper song but yeah i can i can totally see that now it just made me think oh it's creep city it just made me think like how many songs have been written about tonight like it's just a a time ripe with possibility for, for all sorts of good and, and really gross things. So, I mean, I guess you can like, uh, like Phil Collins said tonight, tonight, tonight. That's right. <laughs> like Billy Corgan said tonight, tonight. Mm-hmm. You can feel it coming in the air <laughs> tonight, tonight. <laughs> yeah. I did want to mention, uh, this, uh, was sort of an out outgrowth of what people called acid punk later they didn't know really kind of what to uh what to frame it as so they they infused anything psychedelic that sort of spans the punk genre they call acid punk another more modern band that we might think of 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 people calling acid punk is the flaming lips i was was about to ask if if you would consider them acid punk especially in the 80s yeah they're early early um elements when they had a bit more uh they're rough around the edges and and sort of punk attitude but they absolutely isn't there a flaming lips compilation called finally the punks are taking acid yes yes there is (laughs) which a great name for a comp by the way (laughs) i don't know neo-psychedelic i guess i guess is the this 1970s style it's great i i just i, 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 I felt it was power pop i i yeah power I'm, pop yeah I, I'm, I'm surprised that like i'm so well i don't know man like there's definitely some cheap trick in there yeah uh, yeah uh, do you think that like this has more of an influence on rem than cheap trick yeah i do i, I think so. uh, rem's got uh, uh, for being in a band that was prolific in the 80s rem has very much especially peter buck's contributions have like a jangly a jangly like birdsy sound mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean and, okay. and the harmonics and some of the some of the attitude you know like there, there's for lack of a better way of saying it like a psychedelic attitude about what you can write about what you perceive and also like a slightly positive edge to a dark theme. Yeah. It's you know, very like obtuse. It's, it's a hard way to say it. Yeah. Man, this album's good. I just, it's so good. It's For me, it loses a bit of, mo- good. I, it, it, I lose a bit of momentum around tracks four and five uh, between like, I got the hots for you and insanely jealous of you. It just like those two tracks back to back, for me, take a little bit of the steam out of what I want to destroy you. Kingdom of love, positive vibrations had built up. Yeah, I agree with that. I can see it. Oh, hard. Yeah. Disagree. I like, I, I like, I've got the hots for you. <laughs> yeah. I like, <laughs> I got the hots is creepy uh, as a, as a basis though. Insanely jealous is a treat to listen to <laughs> Based Here, John, for a walk. Mm-hmm. I, I hear that too, Rob. Yeah. Yeah. But I see what you're saying, uh, Ben. I got the hots for you. <laughs> it, it, it changes the but vibe. You're, but, you, you're, but you're with Hippie Johnny. 
what if I learned this psychedelic riff? Then will you hang out with me and eat black bean burgers? <laughs> They got a bit of a, of a, was it Mothers of Invention going on too? I mean, that's the whole psychedelic thing, but it's it's a, uh, yeah, goofy. I really got the psych the psych vibes, the psych throwback vibes on Queen of Eyes. Uh, Rob, you, you you mentioned you got uh, Kinks vibes from it. I I totally hear that. I personally got uh like early. Uh, like Mr. Tambourine Man Birds vibes from it. Yeah, isn't that like a two-minute song? Yeah. yeah. They come in, destroy, leave. It's the penultimate yep. song on the record. <laughs> it's great. I fucking love this record. They come in, destroy, clean up after themselves because they're gentlemen, mm-hmm. then leave. <laughs> and every time I hear old to- pervert, I'm going to think of Rob. Yep. <laughs> <And> you know, <laughs> uh, you'll have to go sideways has that wonderful seven and there Ooh. again, mm-hmm. so good. It's cool. Uh, the title track, so Underwater cool. Moonlight. What a! It's a really cool album closer. Yeah, it got stuck ah, in my head this week. Tell, uh, take your baby down, watch your baby drown with love. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, that's a weird one about like sentient statues that take the place of a living pair yeah, of lovers. <laughs> like it's a living like nightmare. What's that? Yeah, underwater moonlight is about a pair of statues that are in love, and they're they. I guess they at one point in time could move or something, and they go out to the ocean, and then their statues beneath the sea, and then a living pair of lovers comes out to the ocean, and then doesn't notice a giant squid. The giant squid kills the living lovers, and then the mm-hmm. statues replace them. <laughs> it's are great. The statu- are the statues the marionettes on the cover? Or not marionettes of a ventriloquist dummies? I think it's a Doctor Who episode. Man, uh, uh, Kyle, I've I, I've only seen a handful of Doctor Who episodes, but I've seen that one. Yes. Yeah, I mean that could that could be the ones in question. Uh, I di- I didn't look this up, but I want to know about the cover. Is it a, a sort of a parody on the Carpenters cover? Is it? What's What's the Carpenters album? Know. I'll look it up. I don't know. Uh, what, which album are, are you referring to? Their debut. Cl- Close to you. Close to you is them sitting on rocks, and it's yeah. yeah, her in a white dress and him in like a suit. Yeah, um, it's not it's not dissimilar. Yeah, I mean, it could be. It's not it's not one for one. I don't it's know. not one for one. I think okay. it's just also for people sitting near water. Okay. I think that if the if the dummies were arranged the way Karen and Bro were sitting, maybe. Okay. But they're sitting in a different order, even. Old Pervert's a banger, guys. <laughs> uh, can, can you can you can you say that again so we can isolate it? <laughs> oh, you tongue is old, Rob. 
<laughs> Does anybody remember when the Coke Dares had dubbed Mark Pervert? <laughs> yeah, they think they'll dub Pervert. So good. Are we gonna, are we ever gonna get to the Coke Dares in this book? <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I, I can probably I can probably get I I can probably get one of them on the podcast for a, an album they like though. If if you oh yeah yeah your life <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll get we'll get uh, Jason um, yeah <laughs> is, is it the born in the USA Coke Dares enough during el- episodes that have nothing to do with them that we we should probably get one of them in here at some point <laughs> <laughs> probably to defend themselves at least. <laughs> Five uh, stars. Listen to this record. This yeah. record. If you like this record, like I do, you should do what I'm going to do after this and look into more Robin Hitchcock stuff. Because now that I know that there's that connection, I'm definitely going to be digging into more of his stuff. Yeah, the one uh, that that people say equals rivals this one is called Black Snake Diamond, and I think it's Roll Rule Black Snake Diamond. Black, black snake rhyme it. Black snake what's, diamond what's that last word? rule. It's got an umlaut. So, so R, it's R U R O umlaut L E, but there's an umlaut. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds oh. pretentious. It does, but I'm sure it's good. Or you can just go listen to uh, the uh, hit "Walking on Sunshine." <laughs> that the guitarist Kimberly <laughs> Rue oh, uh, walking on walk, Black Snake Diamond Roll is Black Snake Diamond Roll is 1981. So, yes. mm-hmm. yep. So yeah, like theoretically, it okay. should be pretty similar. Yeah. Uh, is anybody yes. not on the positive for this? Is everybody on the positive? Positive. I just wanted to say thank you to the book for another gem that I don't think I would have you know turned up without it. Same. So, same, yeah. Uh, yeah. This, this mm-hmm. was really fun. Yeah, I I think I'd always kind of seen it, or I, I'd definitely seen the other cover um, of the bed. It's a red cover with the sort of skulls in the bed and people kind of raving about that uh, that album. Are you talking that, about A Can of Bees? or Is it Can of Bees? Can of Bees is the, this is her second album. Can of Bees is the first one. It's a red cover with someone no. literally just holding a can of no, bees. No, no. It's um is it Invisible Hits. Okay. All right. Yeah, Invisible Hits um but I had never dug into the Soft Boys and this is this is great. Yeah. Yeah, I I really appreciate the yeah, again the book kind of bringing us something that is a little off the off the path that uh, is sort of inspired Stone Roses and the Replacements and the Pixies mm-hmm. and all those other sort of new mm-hmm. psychedelic uh, uh, bands that we all like. It was definitely a missing link. Yeah. Next time we'll be talking about The Cure, 17 seconds. All right. Thanks, y'all. You can do underwater moonlight sets the body free underwater Baby, you and me Underwater moon